Welcome back to Other People's Lives. Welcome back. And a reminder to everyone that we have bonus episodes on Patreon right now that have the full video of episodes. Yeah, our Patreon episodes. So if you want to see us in action, check us out on Patreon. Some extra content there too. Yes. And we have some clips on the Instagram now at OPL Podcast. Mm, yes, definitely go check all that uh, stuff out. Um, anyway, Greg, before we get started, I haven't seen you in a while. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm, I'm well. I like their shirt right now. I oh. just know that there's some pink flakes in it. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I'm all but... about the small details. I yeah, think, I see uh, that. Yeah, I think it makes life more interesting, <laughs> you know? Like, we're, we both have gray shirts on now. Yours is just your typical gray shirt. Mine has little orange specks. Yeah, and you had a Yankee hat on, and I had one too, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to change my hat because we can't just wear the same things here. Yeah, that made me feel bad about myself. What, that we're wearing the same thing? Yeah, because I feel like I, I put a lot more effort into those things than you do. You're wearing a gray shirt and a Yankee hat, dude. Yeah, but my gray shirt has orange specks, and my Yankees hat is actually a women's hat. Okay. My head is so small that, like, men's hats don't fit me. Like a 7 and one eighth? I don't even know sizes. It's just an adjustable, like, adjustable woman's hat. Wow. You it's, got a tiny bean. It says women's on the inside. Wow. Big brain, small head. Nice. It happens. I don't know. Um, anyway, today we have a very interesting episode. Yeah, speaking of heads, I think we're uh, about to be mind-fucked here. <laughs> because I don't practice these lines. Yeah, the I, I, he really doesn't. But this is like, you, you know the synesthesia episode, which was already hard to wrap our heads around? Right. I feel like this episode about aphantasia is probably going to be even harder to understand actually yeah and uh aphantasia no that is not the name of the stripper that joe fell in love with it's not it is actually a pretty recently discovered condition and phenomenon where a person does not possess a functioning mind's eye so i know you did some research oh yeah do you know what a mind's eye is yeah no I didn't either, to be fair. I'm not trying to call I'm you like, out here. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to, like, that sounds like a riddle. So, <laughs> so we all, well, I guess technically we all don't, but most of us have a mind's eye. So that's, that means like your ability to voluntarily visualize things or like conjure up imagery in your head. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like, like when you're reading a book, for example, say you're reading uh, you kind of a picture fiction it. Book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're you're building a scene like you're actually seeing images of kind of the world in your head because right. your mind is basically painting this picture and producing these visuals to go along with it. Or like another real life example, if I were to say to you right now, can you picture like picture a beautiful beach? Even if you like were yeah, to close yeah. your eyes or you don't even have to close your eyes. Like right. you can picture a beach, a beach. like in your mind like you're not just thinking of a beach like you can see it you can see the water you can see waves you yeah. can see sand um and for us this is just like what what we do like we think of imagery all the time throughout our lives we're essentially seeing something without seeing it if i said to you close your eyes and think of your mom's face or close your eyes and think of my face i'm sitting right here yeah close those eyes okay think of my face i'm thinking of you it. think you can see it pretty clearly yeah Okay, like you see an image of me in your mind. I do. Yeah. Well, if you have aphantasia, you can't do that. Like you, you don't have a functioning mind's eye, which means that you cannot conjure up imagery. Like it is just, it's dark, essentially. That's so hard for me to understand because I feel like I do that more than anything. Like that's how I get most stuff done, I feel like. Yeah, I think it just happens so naturally. But it's, I guess, recently... I'm going to butcher this, but there's a guy, it was like in 2015, I don't know if he was a psychologist or something, and he basically realized, I think he had a patient who claimed that after a surgery, they lost their ability to like visualize things. And then I guess once this like study was published, more and more people came out like, oh, I've always been that way. So it's kind of this new phenomenon of like synesthesia, there's people out there who have had this their entire lives but didn't know that it wasn't the norm they just thought when you close your eyes like you're like you don't think of imagery that just that's not something that happens mm -hmm. but you know for us we do it all the time and it's crazy to think about it. it's like it's kind of magical in a way 
That, what? Like that our minds are able to do that. Like we can just close our eyes and see things that aren't in front of us. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I have those weird like sober but high thoughts of being like, yo, it's crazy what our eyes are capable of. Like I think about that all the time. And even something like your mind, like I could just put a scene in my head it's like wild to think about. And I think it's one of those benefits of being like a human and to, to hear about someone who has, doesn't have the ability to do that. It's, it's hard to even think how I would function without it. Yeah. That's like, what think I about was how thinking. much of your decision making, making uh, your decision making <laughs> comes from that. You know, I think so. Like visualizing something and going through the motions of, you know, it, it's essentially a part of planning. I think so for me, like I'm definitely a visual person. Yeah. So I, I see that a lot. I'm, I, I feel like I'm constantly, or even in just conversation, when people are talking to you, you're piecing it together, you're visualizing so you can better understand what they're saying. Like inadvertently you're doing that, like subconsciously you're doing that. And then mm -hmm. to not have that, I wonder what that experience is like. Almost like if someone's telling you a detailed story and yeah, like I was in this place and you know, it was near the beach or whatever like whatever details you give in a story you're right like when i'm following along typically i'm similar to reading like creating a scene in my head but i guess it's just i guess there's just nothing there i have a lot of questions because i'm I'm also uh, you know what i'm not going to say it because i mean i know you don't have the answer but i'm, I'm going to save it i have a question but never mind all right well do you have anything you want to add or should we just give him a call i'm ready all right i'm ready too because i have the question i want to like wow you're um, big on this question i can't I mean, wait I'm to not, hear what all right, it is i'm not gonna hype it up like it's some crazy question <laughs> it's just something i thought of the craziest question i've ever heard on this show it's not it's really not that it's just you know i'm just interested before we give them a call let's get to our first sponsor of the show fall is coming the leaves are changing the weather's getting colder but that should not be an excuse to stop working out mm. uh luckily you guys have open fit as an option and open fit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit it's a brand new super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day uh you've heard me and joe talk about this before we both use open fit uh, it got us both into yoga, which is awesome because we were able to try it in the comfort of our own homes uh, before actually trying some classes out in the real world. <laughs> uh, but it's not just yoga. They have a ton of different great workouts with different trainers uh, like Extend Bar, Tough Mudder. Um, so you can get some serious workouts in to you know sculpt your body in the convenience of your own home. It's affordable and accessible. Um, you can stream it right onto your TV or your devices. So there's no excuse uh, and you get real results. So people are losing up to 15 pounds in just the first 30 days wow. uh, and they're doing it, you know, the right way through these exercise classes. Um, so really, really encourage you guys to, uh, check this out. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to check out OpenFit, all you have to do is text our code OPL to 303030 and you can join in on, uh, this, uh, fitness journey personalized for you and right now during the open fit 30-day challenge our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to open fit when you text opl to 30 30 30 you'll get full access to open fit all the workouts and nutrition information totally free again all you have to do is text 30 30 30 standard message and data rates uh, may apply hey guys hey how you doing you got greg and joe here hey how are you we're doing well doing great we um <laughs> we just gave a sort of answer of what aphantasia is are we saying it right i think it could be both aphantasia or aphantasia oh okay so new that there's no formal way yet i guess got it okay so we just gave our kind of quick research wikipedia ish example or, and definition of what it is but mm -hmm. definitely curious to hear, you know, exactly what it is for you and, and how it affects you in your daily life. Yeah. So I believe the Wikipedia definition is something like not possessing a functioning mind's eye, right? Pretty sure I said that word for word. Yeah, verbatim. Exactly. <laughs> Wikipedia for the win. So, I mean, that is correct. It's a little hard to describe, but basically when I'm trying to describe it to other people, I kind of pretty much just have them like close their eyes and say picture your mom's face and like have her smile at you have her like 
get mad at you. I can't see that. It's just complete like darkness when I close my eyes. So I'm doing um, that right now as you say it. And yeah, yeah, I can I can picture my mom's face perfectly. It, I'm giving her different emotions and facial expressions. So it's so hard to imagine that when you try to do that because you see your mom, you know what she looks like. So, but it, there's no image comes into your mind. No. And it blows my mind that people can literally see faces when they close their eyes. Cause for me, it's just black. It's just darkness. I know what my mom looks like. I could probably describe her pretty well, but when I close my eyes, I don't literally see her face. I can't make her make a face at me or do anything. It's just black. Wow. What, like you can't even think about like a picture that you've seen of her and kind of just like see that or just anything. It's just all just black. So I mean, I mean, this is so hard for me to understand because <laughs> I, I feel like I use this mind's eye, which I just learned that term five minutes ago, by the way. I had no idea what that was <laughs> called. Um, but uh, I feel like I use that so much in my everyday life to the point where I don't even understand how, you know, I feel like my entire, like most of my memory comes from that, of visualizing and then understanding mm. this picture in my head. So can you kind of explain how memory works for you or... or like, I don't even know if that's a... Yeah, I kind of understand. I understand what you mean. So it's, it's again, it's just so hard to describe because I didn't know any different. I didn't know that people could do it differently until I was, like, middle school age. So, like, my fundamentals of learning and memory, I just kind of had to create my own methods to remember things. So I think about people and how they study and how they... Like in school, if you're studying a diagram, I can remember the diagram and probably like redraw it for you. But that's just me being like, okay, on the left side was this process. On the right side was this process. But it to me, it seems like having that visual mind's eye would make things a lot easier. Right. Right. Because you're still remembering in the sense that you're learning. Like if someone says you know, this is left, this is right, and teaches you that in the real world. Like, you're going to remember things. Obviously, you're a functioning human, but it's just the imagery that is just non-existent. Yeah, so, like, for example, learning how to spell, I wrote, I had to write things down because nothing was in my head. Um, it always blew my mind when I was, like, watching spelling bees or, like, classmates when we had like competitions close their eyes mm. to spell the word because for me that like makes it harder because I'm not literally I'm not seeing if I'm writing it down on the paper but what I'm doing on paper the ki other kids are doing in their head yeah to that's... visualize the word to be able to spell it so I just kind of had to create my own methods of remembering I guess is a good way to See, put I'm it trying but... to right before we called you Joe asked me how to spell Hawaii <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. Like, I think I may have even closed my eyes. And I was like picturing like the, the order of words in my mind and, and literally like moving words around in my mind of like, okay, is this right? Is it, I got it wrong by the way. Um, <laughs> but wow. So it's, does that make learning harder? I, like I said, I didn't know that I was any different until I was middle school age, which is like, not past the fundamentals of like learning but like by that time I had kind of created my own methods of which like I don't really re remember like what I had to do but like for spelling I had to write it down for math I had to just like write a lot of stuff down on paper because I couldn't do it in my head it was all memorization like the times tables and stuff like that mm -hmm. but I could never create some sort of uh image to make it easier which also the term photographic memory to me doesn't make sense because to me everyone with the ability to visualize has photographic memory so mm -hmm. i don't exactly know the distinction because i can re look at a page of notes and remember like this word was the second in my list of 50 or whatever 
and I can remember where it is on the page, but I can't see that page to remember the definition or something. But then wouldn't someone with the ability to visualize be able to see it? Like, what do you see if you try and picture like a page of vocabulary? Wouldn't well, it be the same as like a photographic memory? <laughs> for me in high school, I sort of had a, a photographic memory when it comes to certain things. Like I, it's spotty for me. For other people, it's like clear as day. They know where the, where the word is, what words are surrounding it, what colors are on that page and whatnot. But I could stare at a page and for certain words, for whatever reason that stood out to me, I would know that information. But it wasn't every word. It was, I would say, maybe like a little over 50% of the words I could remember just from staring at the page before I took a test, like a, like a vocabulary uh, test or something. I could just stare at the page and, but it would be all vi like, vis uh, like visual. It wouldn't be like I'm reading and memorizing what everything is. I just kind of could look at the page now and, and start, start reading in a sense. Um, but it's not, it's spotty for me. Other people just have a photographic memory where they could just like see the page and they just like, you know, whatever. And it stays in their mind for as long as I don't, I don't even know. Um, but I think that may be the, the difference is that when I use whatever kind of photographic memory I have to whatever capacity that it is, it's, I'm, I'm not necessarily memorizing more, like I'm more just like visualizing, I guess. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, for a big vocabulary test that I have to like actually remember and write out like whole definitions, like I would get cards and like read it over and over again until I just like couldn't forget it. And like, that's different. Like I'm not yeah. visualizing the card at that point. I'm using just my brain, I guess, or just like, you know, yeah. your memory. But my, my question for you is like, does that, does that kind of, you know, hinder your ability to remember like old stories? Because I feel like for me, when I'm telling a story, I may not, you know, remember something and then it just like pops into my head, like a picture or something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, and then this happened, like blah, blah, blah. Does it, does, do you th feel like it may uh, hinder you in that way? Absolutely. Like the fact that you can do that blows my mind. And there's a lot of phrases and a lot of things that like, I never understood. Like the term fading memories, like, oh, my memory's fading. That never made sense to me because I was like, well, I have memories, but, like, they're always the same because I can't, like, visualize what, what what happened and what was there. So, yeah, like, telling stories like that, I just, is pure memorization. And I think I kind of made this connection that that's why I like pictures and, like, videos of everyday life so much because, like, I've been to the Grand Canyon and I saw it with my own eyes, but when I leave the Grand Canyon, I can't pull up that visual image ever again. So I need pictures to remember like exactly what it looks like. Cause I can remember like how it made me feel or like the colors and stuff, but like the literal picture of where I was and what was around me, it's not going to be there unless I take a physical picture with a camera. Otherwise it's just wow. gone. So yeah, yeah it makes so it bizarre. a lot harder. <laughs> Cause that's like one of my favorite things to do. Like, especially having traveled a lot, just like always like recalling those images. And like you said, it's, it's funny cause I was just thinking the other day, um, how I feel like, uh, Oh, like memories of like certain memories or images I had of like when I went to Africa a while ago, like are starting to fade. And I was like, Oh, this kind of sucks. Like, I feel like I used to remember it so vividly, you know, what that sunset looked like, what, you know, whatever it looked like. And now it's, you know, sort of fading, but yeah. it's, I feel like, do you feel like we have superpowers? <laughs> yeah, I really do. When <laughs> I, I figured like out that, that, when I figured out that other people could, I basically when I like tell people this I ask them when you close your eyes is it like watching a movie like you literally see what's happening in the movie and the fact that you got like everyone else can see it as if it's real life or like watching a movie I'm so mad I'm so jealous like it really is mean? like watching a movie I don't, I don't like I I kind of I, I don't I don't want to play it up like that because I really don't feel that way about it like I don't think it's as like grand as you think it is because also i just happened to watch like watch a little bit of this show on netflix i wish i remember what it was called but it was about the mind and it sort of relates to this in a way which is kind of strange but it, it was the mind explained or something. Uh, it might have been that yeah. but they were saying how people recall things but their their memory of it is is 
like they did tests just to like you know whatever preface the whole thing they did tests they asked people to recall like uh where they were what they did and like their story about what happened on september 11th mm -hmm. and then they asked them like four years later and most of the people like 50 percent of their stories changed so it's like people think they have a vivid memory of what happened I've but they that, really yeah. don't because they believe 100 percent in the story that right that they're seeing in their head yeah even though it's but they say it changes or it has changed right it changes so much right so it's not necessarily like you know you have this ability to just go back and basically time travel and get to watch <laughs> your memories again it's okay, kind of like people trying fair. to remember it and like you know whatever i do see pictures i would say that yeah it's not vivid as if like i i can i open my mind my eyes and then when I close them, I'm, it feels like they're still open. You know what I mean? Because when my eyes are closed, I can't even visualize like right now uh, what it looks like perfectly. Uh, so it's I don't I don't want to like play it up to be this old grand thing. But the idea that there's absolutely nothing is just astounding to me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's just I think about all of the things that I wish I could do. Like thinking about like your deceased grandparents or something. I physically have to look at a picture to remember like what they looked like yeah that's that's just shocking yeah, yeah. or like I, I remember them from stories that other people tell me or like experiences that i'm remembering but can't revisit and like visualize so right now i mean this is gonna sound ridiculous but like because uh, because uh, all right, I'm just going to ask you, and I already know the answer, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, do you know what your grandpa looks like? Yeah. So you, but but when you say yes, there's, you don't see anything? You could just be like, I know, but what do you know then? You know what I mean? I could, this is where it's, like, getting interesting to me. Because I think about, like, my grandfather was bald and wore glasses. Um, but, like to describe them in enough detail i can't but that makes me wonder like when you picture them are you picturing all of the details of their face like all of their freckles their wrinkles does your brain just automatically do that i think <laughs> it gives you a rough idea but you know especially after watching that thing i think you know you remember I, it differently yeah, I'm sure, like, if I'm picturing my grandpa, I haven't seen him in a very long time. I mean, he, he, he died years back, but, like, I haven't seen a picture of him in a very long time. But I could I could see him. Do I know every freckle or every wrinkle or every whatever? Not really. And I probably am getting some things wrong. But I know, yeah. I, I would say I, I could definitely uh, see <laughs> most of what's true. It's almost like yeah. it's a compilation of the memories you have of them. And it kind of just spits back like, yeah, like Joe said, like kind of like a more generic idea. It's not like HD 4K, like I saw them once. <laughs> so now I see, you know, every single thing about their face. But it, it's still just an image based on a memory. It's not like a direct image uploaded. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. I guess you have an image of a memory and all I have is a memory. Right. If that's a way to describe it. But like when people... You know, on like those crime scene shows and in real life, um, they do the sketches. Right. Yeah, yeah. Always blew my mind. I'm like, how are these people remembering? Oh, you'd be so the worst detail? witness of all time. Yeah. I would be the worst. And <laughs> the I, police would be like, always... why are you not cooperating? Yeah. <laughs> you were standing too. <laughs> like, I away. really don't know. <laughs> the most I I always like think about this, like the most I could probably tell someone about someone, a random person. Is like maybe the color they were wearing and like the color and the style of their hair. If they, if I saw them in passing, I could never explain what their face looked like. Oh. So this is gonna be a, like a whatever, but it just popped into my head. Mm -hmm. Movies have to be pretty exciting every time, then. <laughs> <laughs> they are, and like books that were made into movies, like books that I've read that were made into movies, make it so much clearer to me when reading the book Man, like wow i read harry potter growing up and all of the characters before the movies came out were just kind of characters like they were never i never created a human wow. in my head 
too. Yeah, like, like so. What? So you're reading a book that's she is full the, of images. She's the opposite of every like book reader who sees the movie. Like people, uh, like people who read the books and see the movie yeah. are like, oh, the book was so much better. Yeah. And she's over here like, nah, dude, yeah. the movie. Every yeah, time it, the movie's better. It made it so much more real to me because otherwise it's just a story. Like I can't. But even then, even when you time. see the movie and you go back and you read some pages, you can't even put the like Daniel Radcliffe into Harry Potter when you're reading no, it. No, I like I yeah. think of, I think about Daniel Radcliffe, but like it's not It's, it's not, not like there. him as a wizard. It's like how you've maybe seen or no, you can't even yeah. picture him. It's I'm basically, just my mind is tingling. Yeah, yeah, I don't even. But when you so is reading still enjoyable though cuz you're still you still get I mean you still get a plot. You still get characters. Like you you're able to enjoy a story and a book it's just we were just talking about this on the intro like what's what fascinates me about reading is like people can be reading the same thing but they're creating their own background they're creating their own setting if i read harry potter and joe read harry potter like hogwarts looks different for him than it looks for me like we're creating our own imagery around the story but you're yeah, just i guess imagery isn't part of yeah much. yeah it's pretty much just I have to go based off the descriptions that are in the book and that it's as general as that. Like if they say it's a castle, it's a castle. There's no detail to me. But even all. still, you're just reading like you just yeah. now know you now have the knowledge that they're in a castle, but there's nothing. There's no image of a castle passing through your mind. No. That, I, I, how like to me thinking about that, I'm like, how do you know anything? <laughs> like, I'm, no, but seriously, because that's how visual I am and in my head. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, how? Like, that just seems like if if that were to happen to me today, where I developed this, like, it's just does that? Do you know? I don't. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but do you know if this is something that is always from birth, or can it just happen in the middle of someone's life? No. So the way that they actually figured out that this was a thing was that this guy who had the ability to visualize, uh, got, I believe it was heart surgery and something happened. I guess they, I guess they kind of attribute it to a mini stroke that he had while he was under like in surgery, he came out of surgery and couldn't visualize anymore. So he kind of asked the doctors like, yo, what's up with this? And they were like, huh? What? So they, published this saying that this guy kind of lost the ability to visualize and then a bunch of other people came forward and were like hey so i've never had the ability to visualize or some people said i had the ability as a child but then some traumatic event caused me to lose this ability but as far as i know i've never had the ability as well as my mom but because my mom also has it, it makes me oh. think it's kind of genetic. So it's so random, seemingly, that it could get turned off. Um, but I, it makes me wonder if it could also get turned on because I'd be interested in that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that would be crazy if just one day. Dude, either way that goes, like if it were taken from me and given to her, like the shock that would come into that person. Like would you, it, would you yeah. do it for her? Would you give her your mind's <laughs> yeah, eye? Honestly, I Imagine would. you could do mind eye, mind's eye transplants I honestly from like cadavers. Can, I can confidently say <laughs> I will be the most selfish person in the world for that. <laughs> but imagine like I on your totally license, it's like organ donor and mind's eye donor. Yeah. I mean, dude, <laughs> at, at this point, when I've been doing it for 27 years, I, I don't know how to function without it. Especially like I, I feel like I'm so in my head about everything and I'm yeah. always visualizing and planning and like, you know, whatever that I just, I wouldn't be able to live without that. I don't think I know to lose it. Yeah. And I also, well, why do you think it's so new? I think you said 2015 is when all this happened. The guy with the heart surgery and it mm -hmm. got published in whatever, like scientific publication. Do you think it was just that before it, people just what, like couldn't even really describe what this was or it's just, it's crazy that like a phenomenon like this can come around so recently yeah i agree i think it's one of those things that like i said i thought i was totally normal i thought i was the same um because you don't really talk about how you think yeah mm. so un until something sparks that to be like wait a second i'm not literally seeing this are you literally seeing this in your head 
that it's like pointed out. Um, I learned when I was like 11, which was in like 2003. Um, and I, when I was in high school, I was in like this research class and wanted to do a research project on it because it was bothering me. <laughs> I wanted to see the statistics on it and I didn't know what to search. Hmm. I, cause I searched dreams. That's kind of how it came up is how I dream. Um, and nothing came up and I was trying to like find different search terms and the, nothing came up um, until, and I think it had to be that guy who had the ability and then lost it in the hands of doctors who were publishing work is that it kind of made news and then other people came forward and now more people are coming forward and being like, and now this it's is pretty easy to find, I think. Well, I guess there's not too much, science behind it but it, it seems like a lot more people are talking about it yeah i agree i do think yeah. it's one of those things that's sort of hidden and it's kind of like I, i'm sure there's things that me and you uh you know have that if it came up in conversation be like wait what you do that like you know like, mm -hmm. yeah like i mean I, even as something as simple as, as the way people do math like I don't yeah. like my brother Keith does math in his head and like the the things he came up with to like do it. Yeah, I would have never thought that in a million years. Like that, I have to write down. Like numbers, mm -hmm. I have to write down. But uh, he just does them in his head, and I'm like, I wouldn't even be. And able for him, to... that's just normal, and he probably thinks majority of people right. are able to. And he do was that. like, exactly. Oh no, that's like how you do. It. And I, yeah. I just, I would never think that. But once it comes up in conversation, yeah. but something as abstract as just visualizing you well, assume that you don't think do about it and and there's really not language around it like we call it mind's eye like, yeah that's I not like a i was like what real riddle? term <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like I um know. it sounds like a villain in like a super <laughs> movie or it does sound like that but yeah so uh, it's it's not it's not something we really have words for so i i guess it makes sense um that's so interesting and you mentioned dreams so mm -hmm. how the hell do dreams work for you? Do you have <laughs> dreams? I do. I feel like I have like the same normalcy of dreams that everyone else does. Um, but I actually, I talked to my mom before this too. Um, my mom and only one other person are the only people I know who also have this condition, I guess, if you'll call it that. Mm -hmm. um, so I asked her how she dreams as well. And we kind of came up with like, we dream in conversations movements and actions so like you know how if you're talking to your mom you know it's your mom without them having to say it's your mom okay um so if i'm having a conversation with her in a dream i know that it's her even though i'm not looking at her because of the way i'm talking to her what we're talking about like how i'm acting towards her so that's kind of how i figure out who is in my dreams with me um, but do but you visualize do you not in your see dreams? Any, you don't yeah. see anything. No, I don't see anything. Oh, even in dreams. So I was wondering if it just like with dreams, so like your just mind audio? just accessing some totally different part. It's just audio. It's like a podcast. <laughs> yeah, like you're, you're podcast. dreaming podcasts. <laughs> um, I guess there's some I did see in like when I was originally researching this that some people couldn't voluntarily visualize, but they could visualize in dreams. Mm hmm. Um, but that's not me. It's just black mm. all the time. So no, I don't see anything. Um, how I know where I am is kind of based on my movements. Like I know I'm in a kitchen because I'm walking on tile mm. or like I walk around the island and grab something from the refrigerator. So I know I'm in the kitchen. But then if you ask me... But it's just a feeling or yeah oh, it's so hard to understand. <laughs> so hard to understand um and then like the sounds i guess like you know the fridge door sound i yeah. know it's the fridge because i'm getting food and then the sound but then ask me what's outside of the kitchen and i probably have no idea hmm. like if anything is behind me in a dream i it's it's very unclear like it's black it's not an atmosphere it's not a setting um there are sometimes people in my dreams that I don't know, obviously. So I remember having a dream with like an old man and like a blonde businesswoman, but ask me more about them and I couldn't tell you anything. Hmm. Uh, so it's just kind of my movements and like 
reactions and what I do. Like if I'm holding someone's hand, I'm obviously like reaching out or if I'm sitting on grass, I can feel that difference, but like nothing is visual at all. Now, I don't think you mentioned this. Is, is this something you've had since birth or is there like an event or something that you think? Causes? No, as far as I know, I've had it my entire life. My mom says the same. It's just kind of been a lifetime thing. <laughs> Wow. That is that is just so hard to understand. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so interesting because it also kind of is a testament to the like the human brain that even without something that I think I fully rely on, someone who doesn't have that can create new ways to just memorize things and still, you know, go about their day or just, you know, have a perfectly intact memory, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I don't absolutely. think it's like, I know you probably like have conversations and feel like you're missing out on something. And yeah. like, we're saying like, yeah, we couldn't live without out this, but this is also the first time I'm ever really considering the fact that I visualize things all the time and see yeah. things like, I really don't think about this ever. Yeah. It's not like it's, going to the movies. And... <laughs> it's so natural. Yeah. That's yeah, why it's not I like, sure. wait, be right back. And then you're like, go inside your brain for a second. Obviously you <laughs> yeah. know that, but <laughs> Um, yeah, but wow. Do you ever go to a yoga class and then the teacher's like, try to visualize you're on a beach and you're like, oh, I can't do that. Oh yeah. All the, like, all the time. Like anytime anyone's trying to be peaceful, they're like, you're on a beach. I'm like, no, I'm laying on the floor. That's or like the meditation. They're like, clear your mind. And you're like, I've been doing that. Well, you know what? No idea. <laughs> you're probably way more present than most people. I think about that because as children, like if I was a child and could daydream as how I'm imagining that daydreaming like how cool that could be mm -hmm. <laughs> um i would be off in another land all the time but now i kind of if i close my eyes nothing happened so i was just very present yeah but on the on the flip side i think a lot of people struggle trying to be in the moment yeah True. i think some people daydream their whole lives away interesting in a, in a way that was a you, you tried. No, you I'm serious. <laughs> it sounded like a commercial for something. <laughs> it's true, though. Like, I mean, that's something I think about, like, I'm very conscious about now is, okay, stop. Stop visualizing stuff in the past. Stop visualizing stuff in the future. Like, enjoy mm. this moment for a second. So at least that might be a little easier for you. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, there, there's definitely pros and cons of, of both sides of it. But it's just it's just so... Just so interesting. It's and it's so like I can't even stress enough how hard it is to like kind of understand because I think like I, again I mean I'm just reiterating at this point but like memory for me is so visual. Mm -hmm. and it's, it's really not just like actually I, I don't even know if I'd be aware of how much is visual. Like I think it's super visual, but maybe I'm wrong. Here's something. So we're talking to her right now. We don't see her. Right. But. Throughout this conversation, are you kind of picturing in your mind like what her setting could be, what she could look like, maybe where she is on the phone? I, I don't think I have done it. I don't think so. I, did you? Yeah, I think that's something I do a lot. Because like I, I hear a voice and I think naturally my mind tries to you put try a to, face to yeah, it. And it's do. not like a face I've seen before. It's just like, I don't know, like is she in her bedroom? Is she on a cell phone? Is she sitting down? Like I, I feel like I... My mind has painted like a, a situation for her. But how does your brain make a face that you haven't seen before? I that to me is like I picture how? you being blonde for some reason. I don't know why. I went brunette. Uh -oh. Do you want me to tell you if what you're saying is true? Yeah, are you brunette? <laughs> no. Damn it. Blonde? Yes. Yes. Wow, you're my mind's good. eye is stronger. No. <laughs> I don't know. No, that I mean, I am in my bedroom sitting down on a cell phone. So. Oh, okay. Well, what else you got, Greg? <laughs> I have a camera installed. Yeah, what's her <laughs> social security number? <laughs> well, okay, that's that's weird. I mean, to be fair, like, of, of all the places you could be taking this call, like that's a pretty good guess. But still, like, I my mind kind of painted that picture for me. I didn't sit here and think to myself like okay let me think about what she could be doing right now and what she looks like it's just like you picked up the call you started talking my mind just kind of paints a picture not that it's very important but it just does that naturally i also don't think it, it's a it's maybe a face you've never seen before i think that the tone of her voice may uh 
you know, line up with someone you've seen before who was blonde. Yeah, that could be the case. So you're like, oh, okay. And there's some Your mind needs, yeah, like it has to have some, it's pulling from something. Like there's some reference, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and like that line of when you dream, the people in your dreams that you allegedly don't know, like you've supposedly seen before, that always didn't make sense to me either. Hmm. So it's probably a face that you've seen before, even if it is a stranger. Oh, maybe. But for you being on the opposite end, I'm assuming you know what we both look like. You may have yes. even seen what it looks like where we are taking this call right now. But mm-hmm. if if you try to think about that, nothing. No, I, mean, I don't know I why like, I'm still probably... like trying to crack the code. Like, I, I know the answer. Probably... She's just like, Greg, I can't fucking see, dude. All right. <laughs> I could probably describe the room, but like, if I'm like really trying to think about it, I would just like totally guess like what you were wearing or like what's on the walls like that's just me hypothesizing but to think that like you are on this call but you your mind created the atmosphere of where i am just like unintentionally is weird to me i feel like my mind never does things unintentionally when it's like trying to imagine something like i'm always making everything like oh there's a window there like this is the like bedspread they have so would you say that you your mind never wanders? It's kind of just it, it like everything has a purpose. Like cuz I feel like sometimes I'll drift off and like maybe I'll like I'll just be staring into the distance and my mind will be elsewhere and someone's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh shit. Uh sorry." And I just like I was drifting off. Like does that never happen to you? You're just like always like you know, you're looking around, everything has a purpose. You are making yourself look at that, understand that, analyze that, and you're never sort of drifting. I am incredibly analytical, but I wouldn't say I never drift. I do the whole like staring off into the distance thing, but it's never like if you do that and your eyes are open, is your mind still visualizing something? One million percent. Yeah, I could right now visualize my living room pretty like clearly, I would say. Yeah, never. I'm just staring and like I'm very clearly just seeing what I'm staring at, but there's nothing. I'm not visualizing anything. I'm just thinking about stuff rather i guess interesting have you found this to be a really cool icebreaker in social situations <laughs> every time i meet someone new i kind of bring it up but most like mostly in hopes of finding other people that are like me mm. um i read a statistic i have no idea how accurate this is but the statistic was two percent of people mm-hmm. are like me mm. um but i only know my mom and one other person but it was because I like when it got a name, I posted the article on Facebook <laughs> and someone commented like, wait a second. Like I just ruined their life. <laughs> yeah. they, they just figured it out from my article. So, wow. Do you have a hard time remembering new people? Like if you meet one of your friends in passing at a bar one time and you're like, oh, hey, like blah, blah, blah. And the next time you meet them, are, do, can you like see their face and remember like oh okay this is that person or like how does that go like if you don't really have a conversation with them you don't get to know them that well you don't get a whole lot of information is your mind still able to like see a face recognize it and go that's this person yeah so i i would say i remember faces um but it's not the same way of like close my eyes and picture the last time i saw this person kind of thing um But, like, I do remember people. I am a functional and, like, I just, like, do it in a different way. Yeah, Yeah. I know. Like, if you see a face (laughs) you've seen before, you'll know that it's a face. Yeah, I'm just just trying to, honestly, these questions are, like, sort of for me. Because I'm like, (laughs) what what part of my brain am I using when you recognize people's faces? Are you, like, visualizing them? Or or is it, like, sort of an analytical thing of, like, okay, I remember this face because... You know, I just, I've seen it before. Yeah. I, I, it's hard for me to like understand. Forgive me if these sound so dumb. Like, <laughs> let's throw one no. more at her. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, um, but that's I, always what I try and like, I'm trying to figure out. I mean, me being not a scientist um, is like what part of the brain is turned off for me and mm-hmm. on for you guys or vice versa. Yeah. Um, is it something visual is it does it have to do with memory does it have to do with vision like does it have to do with what's activated when i'm dreaming it's interesting that 
I think that because that guy that had surgery, something happened, obviously, for him to lose his ability. So I wonder if it's a simple enough thing to just turn it on. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if, like, a surgery comes out one day. That would be so cool. That would be a good follow-up episode. (laughs) Um, Well, what was cool was, I don't know if you listened to the synesthesia episode we did. I did. So, oh, that's probably mind-blowing for you actually that's Uh, like visualization (laughs) on steroids yeah Yeah. uh but what was really cool i mean we're fortunate enough that there's a lot of people who listen to the show so after we posted that episode we got a lot of messages from people saying i the same thing happens to me my mind works the same way i had no idea what this thing was called but now i finally do and a, a lot of people ended up you know having some form of synesthesia and learned it from that episode so assuming there might be some people out there who are maybe listening to this and now just putting a name to it. Is there, is there like a way for people to kind of like test it or, you know, like a way to confirm you kind of have it? Um, I mean, I feel like if they have it, they'll know just based on the descriptions Mm -hmm. um, of what people can do, (laughs) then they kind of connect that they can't. But allegedly there is like an exam that they do where they kind of rate how vivid um, the picture that they're being told to describe is. That's kind of how they like followed up that initial study. When all those people came forward, they kind of created a test for it. I think I have it um, here. Is it the, the one with stars? Uh, or I guess they do it sure. with different images, but it's like six boxes. The first box is completely black. The second one, there's a very faint outline of a star. The third one, you could see it a little more clearly. Then up until six, where it's like a bright red star and you can clearly see it. And it says, close your eyes, imagine a red star. And then when you open your eyes, you look at this and you choose the number of the one that best represents what you saw in your mind's eye. Yes, that is exactly like it. It's just depending on what they want you to visualize. But yeah, it's pretty much the same on like a zero to six scale, how vividly you see something. Yeah. Cool. Well, if anyone reaches out and says they have it, could definitely connect you if that's something that you would want. Yeah, let me know. Awesome. Cool. cool. Is there uh, anything you wanted to to kind of say that we didn't touch on that we didn't touch on? Uh, you know, before we go. Um, I guess like not that this is gonna change the world, but in terms of people knowing that this is a thing I think it's really important like my mom was a teacher and when she learned that not everyone could visualize she kind of tested that like asked anyone at the beginning of their school year if anyone couldn't visualize because then they would find different teaching methods and I think that could have been really helpful for me instead of kind of forging my own path trying to figure out ways that could that could work for me um I think for teachers, it could be really beneficial just to see what if students in their class can and can't visualize and then kind of figure out from there how to cater more. <laughs> yeah, to like that, a that's method. a fantastic point. I mean, I know even with like dyslexia and things like that, sometimes it's hard to, you know, catch at an early age and, you know, people or a lot of children struggle a lot, you know, in early years. Um, but yeah, and I, and I mean, hopefully a lot more people talk about this and I hope it doesn't become something that's just kind of like brushed aside or people don't take seriously because it's, I mean, it's fascinating, but it's, you know, clearly a very real thing. Yeah. And honestly, like it doesn't affect me in my day to day life. It's my normal. Um, but yeah, I hope they continue doing actual like scientific research on it just to because I'm fascinated to see what the difference is in people's brains, like why is this a thing um so yeah i'd be curious to see in the future what comes out of this awesome well thank you so much for yeah you know for for jumping on the call and you did a really good job of explaining something that can't be easy to explain so <laughs> thanks yeah. i've had i've had some practice over the years and thanks for indulging me with some of these questions I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> of course of course uh all right thank you so much you have a good night thanks guys take care bye Before we get to our final thoughts, we have a couple more sponsors. Imagine a subscription box that was for your kids that's fun, educational, and helps them develop creative confidence to change the world. 
Luckily, that exists with KiwiCo. You've heard us talk about KiwiCo before. Uh, we know that we have a ton of parents who listen to the show, um, and it's been awesome. You guys have been hitting us up, um, showing us the KiwiCo products that you guys have gotten. And uh, KiwiCo creates super cool hands-on projects for kids that makes learning fun. Um, so I've told you my cousin uh, has used KiwiCo. And last time I saw him when he had completed the project, he literally made a light box like with his hands that projects different shapes and colors onto the wall. Had a ton of fun making it. Um, really, really cool stuff. And they come... Uh, with a bunch of different lines so you can choose from kids for ages zero to literally 104 so kiwi uh, kiwiko is for everyone um, there's a box for everyone and when you subscribe you get a new box each month and uh, each month your kid will receive this fun engaging project with all the supplies really easy to follow instructions that are actually written for kids um, it's fun it's something that you can do together with your kids as well uh, we know as parents, you're super busy, you're always on the go, um, so why not make uh, playtime into learning time as well? Uh, yeah, and KiwiCo is a convenient, affordable way to encourage your children to be anything they want to be. Uh, there's no commitment. You can cancel at any time. Monthly options start at just $16.95 a month, including shipping. Uh, for our listeners, you can go to kiwico.com OPL to get your first month free. Um, Again, that is kiwico.com slash OPL to get your first month free. Every day counts when it comes to making a difference, so don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Uh, again, that is kiwico.com slash OPL to get your first month free. All right, so we actually want to tell you about a podcast. Um, Earwolf has a new podcast about get-rich-quick schemes uh, called Get Rich Nick. Hosts Nick Turner and Nick uh, Vatterot try everything under the sun to make money now, fast, today. Uh, including horse racing, lemonade stands, donating plasma, which I didn't even know you could do that, uh, trivia nights, big fan of that, uh, Task Rabbit, etc. Some of them work, most of them don't. I mean, just like any get rich quick scheme, like you know, everyone's tried one too. I yeah. feel like everyone's tried Dude, a I've quick had tried get a rich lot. quick. Dude, once I made a full website, I bought a bunch of those like googly eyes, you know? Yeah. And I like made a website, and it was just like googly eye someone so you can like i swear this happened i made like a a few hundred bucks yes and you could just like send googly eyes to like someone anonymously i don't know i like set this up how old were you uh in my 20s damn (laughs) dude that's old to get a bunch of googly i don't know why i did it but like i don't know i thought that i would get rich quick i i mean yeah i mean i've had multiple like clothing lines and this and that along the way it's you know, whatever this, I can, I can definitely relate to this podcast. Uh, plus they also interview fellow comedians and specialists like Henry Zabrowski from, uh, last podcast on the left, uh, Matt Kirshen from probably science and JC Cocoli from fashionably late. I probably pronounced all of those wrong, but you know, the boy's trying. Um, but yeah, go check out, uh, get rich Nick now in your podcast app, go subscribe to it. Um, sounds like a cool idea for a show. Man, that that is so hard to like understand. That episode's like, it's wild, man. It's just it's just so crazy to to. It's just like this is what the term "my mind is blown" should be reserved for. Yeah, like, people like, use that too loosely. I'm but legit like, mind blown right now. Legit, but yeah, I don't know. I I like conversations like this because it's just St- you know why I love it so much, and it's kind of crazy how it, it's you know it holds true because it's a quote-unquote new thing yeah that we're learning about it just doesn't come up in conversation like you would never know that unless you i learned about all of this pretty much when the email was brought to my attention yeah like, you didn't even know it was possible you yeah. know that people have stuff like this and think about how many like the brain can do so many things and it interprets you know what you see and what you hear and what you like all of your senses they work um as a team to and help you process information. And I'm sure there's a lot of things like this mm-hmm. that, you know, you have the ability to do something in the way you, you process information mm-hmm. that maybe I don't have. And maybe it's a thing. Right. Cause they're not necessarily life changing. They're not like inhibiting us from like doing anything in our daily yeah, no. lives. Like if she had no, if she had no long-term memory, like you would notice that and be like, why can't you remember stuff? And it's like, Oh, because it just got, but it's not yeah. like that. Like she, 
because like I said, I mean, it's a testament to the human brain where you just kind of create ways to be able to remember things and mm. you create new, new, you know, lanes to do that when yeah. you have that, but you like adapt, it's just based yeah, on what you got. It's just, it's just, it's, I can't, I'll never understand it. Do you feel like, not like enlightened, but I, I joked, but like, I almost feel like I have a superpower now or I'm just putting so much attention on this crazy thing that, yeah, I'm like aware that, that of we it never pay attention to. Yeah, and aware. then how amazing that ability actually is. Yeah. Not to rub it in her face if she's listening <laughs> to this, but um, but no, it's just like it that like to visualize things that just happen so naturally is never something that I thought I would uh t- like take for granted in my life. But think about it, like either way it's sort of like a superpower because I mean, with us, we've been spoiled with the fact that you can you can visualize and it helps uh, for memory and, and, you know, whatnot. But for her, you had to just figure out ways to remember all these things. And the fact that you can remember a story from how many years ago without any visual memory mm-hmm. is astounding. Or like grandparents, like like my grandma's no longer with us, but I can close my eyes right now see her. and I get to see her. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, luckily photographs exist but imagine like imagine nobody had a mind's eye and or there were and there was no photography and then someone left this earth and that was it and then there's there's you never know from your memory forever it's like men in black where they hit you with that thing (laughs) um that's super interesting man i I mean i i would have never known that existed unless you know we got that email which was i mean i'm this is awesome like this is one of those things that like after we do it, I can't wait to tell people about yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I'm like, oh, yo, this thing exists. And they're like, what? And then you have to try and explain, even though I'm not going to be able to. But no, but I'm also, I've just been like staring at your head for the last minute because like I'm just thinking that there's a brain in there doing <laughs> a trillion things at once right now, making you function. You just laughed. I did. You just closed your eyes. You're speaking now. Yeah. You might be visualizing something. The brain is a superpower, man. Being human is a superpower. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was obvious. I mean, when you really think about what the the human body is capable of. And I'm not even going to get into, like, women and, like, uh, you know, pregnancy. Oh, we had our whole crazy breast milk conversation already. And childbirth (laughs) is just the most wild thing in the world. And then, you know, then the baby's visualizing and has dreams. And I just can't even. I think we said this. I think it was on a Patreon episode. But we went off for, like, 10 minutes about the fact that you a woman has no milk in their breast but then a child comes and now there's milk in the breast yeah the body just makes it and then the body goes what? and then the body goes all right we're done with the we're milk. done with the milk. and then it goes and then it's gone <sighs> the body what is that the brain every i'm not see it's conversations like this that i just i won't sleep tonight i might watch the um it watched that the documentary. I think it was called like the mind explained on yeah, Netflix it's, or it's, something like there's that. There's a couple episodes, but the one I watched kind of, it, you know, it, it went into that, that people change their stories. I think like up to 50%, which is just so hard to even believe. Cause you think you would know half the story. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking now too? How many like elderly people, what if they lose their mind's eye, but like you're so old at that point And like, you might not even notice that you're not like visualizing anymore. Think about people who have, like, um, Alzheimer's. It's just like, you you have one, but it's not the things that you remember. It's other things. But it could still be working. No, that's what I mean. Like, my grandma thought she was on a cruise ship when she was, like, on her way So up. it's almost like the mind's eye takes over. Yeah, and it just, like, puts... And you lose control of it. Yeah. Kind of. Oh God! I now I, I'm so mad that I'm like aware of this mind's eye now. I I'm know, just right? gonna be like constantly. I'm gonna thinking. wake up in the morning like, where is it? Where is it? Yeah. I can't think of anything. Oh my God! If you guys know Greg like I do, <laughs> you will know that for the next ten days he's gonna wake up and try to visualize his kitchen and just like something like put himself through the test. Oh man! And he's gonna can't be texting this. I gotta figure out how to exercise this thing. Tomorrow he's gonna text me something. And be like, yo, I, I, I'm trying to think of the park, but I can't. I'm like, Greg, please. This was amazing, though. Yeah, it was really cool. Glad we had this conversation. Me too. Um, Aphantasia. And if, if anyone out there uh, feels like they might have this, reach out. We could connect you with the guest. Yeah, get you in that Discord. You guys got to stick together. Yeah. Um, and if you guys uh, think you have a cool story or anything that would fit for the show, definitely reach out to us at OPLshow.com. Um, there's a contact form. Uh, send us a email. And if it works, we'll hit you up. We'll schedule something out. 
Yes, follow the show on Instagram at OPL Podcast, Twitter at OPL Show. Uh, we got the Patreon, patreon.com slash OPL Show. We have a bunch of bonus episodes up there now, including the full video of bonus episodes. We do things like getting to know our listeners where you guys send in uh, things about yourselves. We answer some of your questions on episodes. So a bunch of stuff there to uh, hold you over between episodes and leave a rating and review on iTunes. Yep, that is all. See you guys next time. Thank you.